the beginning of the month, we, Pastor Richard, opened up with um, our ladies that lived the blessed life at the women's retreat uh, where God was able to minister to them and realize how God is important to their life. And then Pastor Danny last week spoke on the being hungry for the blessings of God. And uh, I don't know about you, but it made me hungry for what God wants to do much more in my life. And what I want to do this uh, morning is I want to speak on this subject that is dear to my heart, uh, a subject that I believe that, that uh, can encourage every single person in this room today. And I want to talk about challenging your blessings, challenging your blessings. And the Word of God says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I want to read verses 1 through 7, but I want to focus on verse 3. But if we can look at 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 7, and I believe that this message is um, not for your neighbor, but this message is for me. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, this message is for me? Turn to your other neighbor that you didn't pick the first time, say, this message is for me. Now, it is for everybody, but I want you to understand this message is for you and me, and the Word of God says it like this. It says, we want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in wealth of generosity and in their part. I, I find it interesting that how poverty can overflow and how, how what would, could be created in a time of need. And look what it says. It says their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in wealth of generosity in their part. Verse 3 says, for they gave according to their means. As I can testify and be on their means of their own accord, begging earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. Verse 5 says, and this, not as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. According, we urged Titus uh, that as he had started, so he should complete among you this act of grace. But as you excel in everything in your faith, in speech, in knowledge, in earnestness, and in your love for you, see that you excel in the act of grace also, I want to speak to you on this subject of challenging your blessing. And I believe every single person in this room is blessed by God. And you should always claim that you are blessed. Anytime anybody asks me, how are you doing? My favorite line is, I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. Because uh, the fact of the matter is, is that even at my very lowest, and even in the times where I feel weak, and even in the times where I feel like uh, something has ran over my body, uh, I'm telling you right now that I am blessed and highly favored. Uh, you need to carry yourself with an attitude of saying uh, that I 
I am blessed and I am highly favored. And when you begin to look at this, Paul says uh, of uh, as a God has chosen people uh, that I were to present to you an opportunity to contribute to the church of Jerusalem uh, undergoing a severe uh, trial and poverty uh, and uh, we have the opportunity now to make a dent uh, in the darkness of poverty uh, and to make a difference uh, in a penniless place uh, and I want to give you the opportunity to see what God can do through you. Paul is describing that here. Have you ever thought about what in the world does it mean of having blessings? See, the word blessings is used very, very, very at a point where everyone uses it. Everyone says the word bless because when someone sneezes, we say, what in the world does that mean? Because we don't. But we're blessed. Google says that anytime someone sneezes is because your heart stops. And the reason behind God bless you is that you made it through that sneeze. Now, if you're one of those ones that just don't sneeze once, but you sneeze 10 times, and if you know them, thank God they made it. Hallelujah, right? So you should be telling them, God bless you. Many of us will teach us that we have to learn to be content in what we have, and that's some good preaching because we always hear that. Even as a minister, uh, we tell people, be content in what you have. Thank God that your bumper is holding up with duct tape. Thank God uh, that, uh, that you got married, and that's not the one, but you got married. Right? You hear that saying, like, be content to what you got. It may not be exactly what you want, but be content. Uh, and that statement, uh, you have to learn to be content uh, with the capacity of what you got. But I know what people are trying to say, and I know what uh, people are trying to say when they encourage people to say that. Uh, but here's the thing that I want you to understand as I begin to speak on this topic of the blessed life is uh, to change challenge you as an individual challenge you to begin to say there is no cap limit of what I'm blessed with I'm not going to put a lid on what I have but I'm going to say God I want more of you in my life I wish there would be some exciting people in this room today that would say God I want a little bit more I'm satisfied what I got but I want to be blessed a little bit more. I'm happy what I got in my checking account, but I put no limit. Uh, I'm going to give more so I can see more. It's a challenge. And many of us will say, be happy with what you got. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
I've been happy what I've got. I've been happy of what God has blessed me with. But one thing that I have learned, that God continues to bless me because the more I pour out, the more he pours in. And I want you to live a blessed life. If you want to continue living and continue to be blessed, you continue to give God more. It's a challenge because when you begin to think about this, some of you say, well, okay, pastor, what is my limit? What is my capacity? What is my capability? What is my ability to having a blessed life? Uh, how do I know what's my capacity? How do I know that I have reached my limit? Uh, I have not, I'm here today to challenge you to understand, uh, don't be comfortable of where you're at. can't be comfortable of where you're at in your life. You have to want more to live the blessed life. Capacity is defined as the maximum amount that you can perform or contribute. What is in the area of your life where you feel like you have gave it all that you got, where you feel limited of moving forward? Where do you want to be blessed or do you feel trapped? Or the question may be, maybe you're not trapped, but maybe you have reached your limit where you're saying, God, I'm at a place of my life, I'm blessed and I'm highly favored, but where do I go from there? You see, what Paul is describing here is that there there is a church of poverty. There is a church that's going through a penniless time. And Paul was about to do something that is wrong. He was about to exclude people not to contribute to this church. He was going to exclude them from giving a love offering, exclude them from beginning to give. They said, uh-uh, I want to be blessed. We heard that if you give, even when you don't give, you will be blessed. These church people said, no, it may be that we only have a penny, but we'll give. We'll contribute love. We'll contribute compassion. We'll contribute whatever we can contribute. And this is exactly how we're supposed to live our lives. I got rebuked one time picking up an offering because I prayed a prayer of saying, for those that can't give right now, God, that you make it a way for them to give a next time the pastor said you should never ever ever say that prayer because they got money they have money in their checking account they got something the woman only had two mites and she gave everything that she could give I don't know about you but we're blessed we are highly favored and if you want more from God you can't outgive God you tell God this is is all I got. This is my winner's schnitzel hot dog money, but I'm giving it to you now, God. Someone said, Pastor, you love winner's schnitzel? I said, no, I hate winner's schnitzel. Then why do you say it? I don't know. It just sounds good. What I want to do is encourage you to test your blessing. Test your blessing. You see, the reason I'm going in this route because 
I realize how blessed I am. But I could have put a limit on God, what God wanted to do in my ministry and what God wanted to do in my life if I would have stood at my comfort zone. Nobody wanted to take that. So you have to be willing to say, God, I'm comfortable where I'm at. God, I'm willing to risk everything that I have. God, I'm willing to walk out of a job that I've been in for 22 years. Uh, I'm comfortable at a desk of just holding meetings all day long. I'm comfortable at it. Uh, but when the challenge comes, uh, I'm willing to say, uh, I'm out of here, baby. Uh, I'm gone. Uh, I can walk away from this. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, I'm more blessed than I ever ever have been because when you begin to say God here is my life I will pour into your kingdom God will pour into your life you determine your blessings you determine what kind of blessed life you want in your life anybody hearing some preaching today see many of us have put a limit into our our capacity Oh, God, all I want is $1,000 just to make it through the month. And that's great. But have you ever asked God for $2,000? Well, that's just really whirly. You got because you, you have not because. <laughs> Conditioning determines capacity. With practice and hard work, what have you convinced yourself, church? What have you convinced yourself that you cannot do that you can actually do? I'm not just talking about money here because I know I tuned everybody out when uh, I was talking about money here, but I'm talking about love. I'm talking about compassion. I'm talking about serving. I'm talking about going above and beyond uh, of getting the very fullest out of your marriage, out of your children, uh, out of your, your ministry. Uh, what have you convinced yourself that you cannot do, but you can actually do? Uh, you can't be blessed uh, if you don't step out in faith what I found out about church people is when they come to church they come and they say well I want to be changed I want to be changed Jesus but often they don't want to be challenged no challenge no change you got to challenge where you're at. People have already have a list that they, that they can't do. But have you changed that list of saying what I can do because it's the grace of God? Have you changed that list of what you have accomplished because it's through the grace of God? Listen to me, folks. The question is, have you reached your limit or do you want more of God in you? church of the Macedonia now, this church, had basically have been in such difficult time. I don't know what it would, may have been, an earthquake or a storm or a hurricane that went by, but they're at their lowest resources. And when Paul was collecting this special offering, he was 
going to skip these people. See, this is what I love about our fellowship. We're always challenging. We're always challenging you. We're always challenging you and challenging you and challenge you. Uh, we won't, we're just going to skip you guys because we know that you're going through it. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I know times are hard and I know it's been so, so hot. We're just going to go ahead and cancel service. It's been so, so, so crazy. You know what? Just go ahead and take the month off. Just show up on Sundays. Uh, and you know what? On Wednesdays, have some good time or whatever. Uh, thank be to God that we're not a church like that. If you're exhausted, uh, I'm exhausted. If you're tired, uh, I'm tired. Uh, I'm talking about challenging our faith to be blessed, uh, to see God move uh, in our lives. See, verse 3 says, they gave according to their means. It could have stopped right there according to their means. But you know what it, it went on and it said, and beyond their means. Because I believe us as Christians, we do give according to our means, some of us. Giving. I believe that this church here, I'm just not saying here, and don't go and put it on Facebook and say I'm a false prophet and all that, but I even think that they even wrote a bounce check. Now, don't go do that today. Last Reuben, you were preaching this, and we got a bunch of bounce checks. No, I'm not saying that. Sometimes out of faith, sometimes out of faith, this church says that they gave beyond their means. They gave what they didn't have. They emptied out their pockets. Uh, they emptied out their love. Uh, they emptied out their forgiveness uh, where they had no more forgiveness to give. Uh, they cried all that they can cry. Uh, you see what I'm talking about here? Uh, stop putting a limit on your faith. Uh, stop putting a limit on your forgiveness and your love uh, and begin to eventually out and step out in faith. We serve a God who is unlimited. How will you even know your capacity if you insist on being comfortable? It's hilarious to me that we're where people say, oh, you know, if I just win the lottery, I'm going to go in and buy the church, I'll buy the church a church. Man, you can't even give $10 off $100 and you're going to buy the church a church. See, the Macedonian church didn't have much, but when they gave within their capacity, God increased their capacity. And all of us come to church, we come into with faith, but here's the thing, we come in with a little box. We come in with a little 
paper white cup, those little styrofoam cups that you get coffee with. Uh, you come with uh, your faith of that. Uh, but what if you just went to 7-Eleven uh, and got the big gulp uh, cup and said, God, uh, I'm tired of my styrofoam cup. Uh, here is my cup, God. Uh, overfill it, God. Uh, here I am. Uh, God, uh, I'm giving you all that I got. Uh, it may not have much, God, uh, but I want to see my life blessed. It's time to challenge our capacity. Uh, it's time to challenge some of the things uh, that you told yourself that you can't do. Uh, we have limited ourselves. Uh, the blessed life is not uh, limiting ourselves. Uh, the blessed life is taking a challenge uh, and challenging our capacity. Uh, where you begin to worship when you don't feel like worshiping. Uh, you give all in your marriage where your spouse says, I'm done. You love that spouse to the very fullest. Uh, where you're kid says I'm done with church uh, you keep worshiping to the very fullest till you see them walking in through these doors uh, you worship to the very fullest uh, where you can't worship no more uh, where your arms begin to hurt and say uh, I can't lift them up anymore but brother can I get a, a hand uh, what's wrong I'm tired uh, but hold my hands up uh, I want everything that God can't give me I'm concerned about what you might miss out in life if you never challenge your capacity. Ecclesiastes is not there on the screen, but it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4, it says, uh, Who deserves the wind, not, not so, uh, and who regards the clouds will not reap. Uh, what does that mean? It means if you wait on all these conditions to line up before you step out in faith, uh, you're going to miss out on the blessings of God. Uh, you keep on waiting, baby, uh, but you're going to miss out on it. Uh, you have to step out in faith. Uh, Sometimes you might even have to jump into it uh, and run into it. Uh, that's why I love about altars. Uh, when I ever give an altar, uh, I like to see people run uh, because I want to show God uh, how much interested I am in the blessings of God. You see, I could tell people who really want to see a change in their marriage. They're in prayer. And they're in prayer. And they're at every altar call, even if they're speaking on children and they don't even got children. People live in this world of, well, I would have if I could have. I would have if I could have. Paul said the Macedonian church uh, couldn't, but they said, we could. I don't know who said we couldn't, but we could. You can forgive if you would forgive. You can have joy if you would rejoice. You can be free if you would be free. You can step out if you would go out. You can make it if you would endure. You can move forward if you would let go. I believe that God wants to increase your faith. I believe God wants to increase your joy. The woman came to Elijah and said, I don't have any oil. He said, well, girl, go get some jars. She said, I don't need jars. I need oil. But he said, until you increase your capacity, 
God cannot release your provision. Some of you just need to come, come, and come. Your ability to believe will never catch up with the, the, the capability to say what God wants to do in your life. Meaning that uh, God always has a different plan from your plan. Some of us go with a low budget to our boss and say, you know, all I need is 25 cents more. And God is looking at heaven sometimes like, oh, my God. It's like I gave them a mouth to talk, and all they do is gossip. Why don't they use that mouth to go in and say, I need a dollar twenty-five. And all they could do is say, no, I could give you, I could give you 75. You see, if this, you see where I'm going with that? You didn't catch it. See, you got a 25 raise because that's what you asked. But if you ask above and beyond, God will sometimes meet you in the middle. That's where I have learned. Sometimes God will just meet you in the middle to see where you're at, to challenge your faith, to challenge your blessing. I want a blessed life. You can't get a blessed life just sitting there. I want a blessed marriage. Well, if you don't take her out on a date, you ain't going to get a blessed marriage. Did I just say that? I did. Don't be the guy. But the guy went up to the pastor and said, Pastor, you know what? I make too much money. You do. Yeah. Is every time I try to plan to make my ties out, it's more than my mortgage. So I make too much money. Pastor said to the guy, he said, come here, let's go pray. He said, what are we going to pray about? That God will lower your salary? I came to challenge you for all those that are complacent of what you got. Because I believe with all of my heart that some of us said that we're trapped in our finances, we're trapped in our marriage, we're trapped in our ministry, or we're trapped in what God wants to do. I don't believe that God ever has intended us to be trapped. There's always a learning curve. There's always a process to life. But how can you challenge and get more the only way that you can get more out of your marriage and more out of God and more out of your finances and more and more, God wants to see that if you challenge what God has given you, he will give you more. That's why I worship to the very fullest. Because I want it all. Like all. You ever see me worship? You shouldn't, because you should be looking at God. I just set you all up for that, didn't I? You're like, yeah, we have. Why are you looking at me? You're supposed to be looking up here and up there. 
But man, I worship, I get down, I may have two left feet, I never dance in a club. But man, God, I always wanted to one way or another. So I dance here when the lights and everything in the smoke machine, I give God everything because I want him to pour out everything. As the worship team comes, I wonder what you have limited yourself in your life. See, the blessed life I have learned is to challenge your blessing. I'm not saying challenge God. I'm saying challenge your blessing. Challenge your your capacity. See, we know what it means to challenge our capacity. I just lost you, and let me bring it home to you. See, you'll keep eating and eating and eating and eating till your pants don't fit you no more. But I'll go a step further, because us men, we'll just unbuckle. And you go a little bit more. Some of us will even wear stretchies to a buffet just to reach your capacity. Right? Shakey's buffet, sir. Uh, you've been here three hours. You reach your capacity. Could we be some Christians? Where the ushers are saying, sir, we want to go home. I know you want to worship. I know you want to pray. But we want to go home to our families. Have they ever kicked you out of church because you just want to praise too much? Uh, I'm talking about a worship. I'm talking about a place where you just say, God, uh, I just can't give enough. Uh, so I'm going to give it all that I can. Uh, God, uh, I'm going to break my bank account and give and see how much you can give back, God. Uh, I'm going to give all in my marriage uh, so that I can see my marriage bless see this church said Paul don't rob us from a blessing don't rob us from a blessing I want to see God don't skip us because we don't have not we're breathing we're living and they gave beyond their means Father, I pray for this church. Father, I pray for every single person in this room right now. You have ministered to us so clearly. You have ministered to us, God. We have seen the hand of your cloud hovering over us, Lord. And I pray for that one in this room today who doesn't know you. That me maybe have walked away from you. But this would be the chance where they say, God, here I am. I want a second try. I want a second chance.